Affirm partners with Amazon, PayPal explores a brokerage platform, and Apple is making big moves. This is the Running With The Money podcast. Let's get into it. And we're back with another episode of the Running With The Money podcast. And, you know, the markets, what did they do today? Well, the NAS had an excellent day up 136. Dow Jones down 55. S&P up 19. Rust 2K down 11. And the VIX, well, that down 20 cents. But we're here to talk about some of the biggest headlines of the day, some individual names, big-time analyst calls. We're going to get into all of that today. But remember... Go to runningwithamoney.com. You get all of the breakdowns that I kick out 100% completely free, and it's a great place to start research on a company that you love. Go check out the website, runningwithamoney.com. I'm your host, Luke Donay. Anyway, and that's if you're new. We have a lot of consistent listeners, but if you are new, I'm the host, Luke Donay. Anyway, let's get into the show. Enough of the intro crap. But what did the markets do? Well, you had technology outperform the day, up nearly a percent, real estate up 0.76. You had communication services, consumer statistical, consumer defensive, and healthcare, all really leading the market today. Meanwhile, the financial sector and energy sector and industrials leading to the downside, which seems to be odd given that we're somewhat coming in going here um, when it comes to the reopening. You know, we're reopening still across the country. Delta variant fears are actually starting to die down, in my opinion. Some disagree. I think they are. You're starting to see um, those case increases or the spread of the Delta variant decline. Meanwhile, you're starting to see those deaths rise. Maybe the market's scared about that, but remember, deaths lag when it comes to COVID-19 data. Either way, enough of the COVID-19, enough of the overall market stuff. Let's get into some of the biggest headlines and what's going on in the market. And we have to talk about Firm. It soared over 46% today, finished the day up 46.67%. This is one of those buy now, pay later companies. A Firm is the leader, I would say, in this industry. They have the best technology, best management team, and they partnered with Amazon today. Um, And the partnership is going to allow customers, Amazon customers, um, with purchases of over $50 to split that into smaller installment payments. That's what a Firm does. A Firm is going to be Amazon's go-to customer for this buy now, pay later trend that is taking over a lot of the e-commerce industry. And this is the first partnership um, for Amazon when it comes to payments and uh, payment installment options. This is one of their first partnerships. So that's a big time deal here, not only for Amazon, but it's also a huge deal. I would say it's it's a big, big time deal for a firm, probably one of the biggest Um, I would say announcements the company has had in a very, very long time. And you take a look at what this is going to do for a firm's business, and it's big. If you take a look at what the analysts are saying about this um, big-time headline that came across the board this morning, Bank of America here called the news a, quote, unambiguous positive um, and believes that the stock is going to move higher. Uh, Bank of America also noted or mentioned in that note, according to CNBC, that it really proves that a firm is the leader in the space. Their technology is ahead of the game, management superior, um, and that they are going to lead the buy now, pay later trend and space. I personally wouldn't be surprised if a firm gets eventually acquired by a much larger company, maybe one of the FANG names. We'll just have to wait and see, um, but it will be interesting to see what happens in the future here with this deal. It's big time for a firm, hence why the stock at one point was up over 50% today. It literally rallied 31 
points today. In the after hours, it's pretty much flat down 0.66. I do think that a firm can move higher. The stock um, it, within the past year was all the way up at 140, and then it went into this bear market trend here or a bear trend, um, whatever the hell you want to call it, it really continued to move to the downside over the course of five, six months. Pretty much from March all the way into August of this year, it was in a downtrend all the way down under 60 at one point, which was a major buying opportunity. I believe we talked about it on the show actually a few months ago and said, you know, this is a good time to buy a firm. The stock now moving much higher. I somewhat doubt it holds these levels, but it will be interesting to see what the stock does in the coming weeks. Big time headline, both for Affirm and Amazon, both names moving much higher today on the news. Now shifting into a headline when it comes to another fintech leader, and that is PayPal. We need to talk about PayPal because they are talking about making some big moves when it comes to what they offer customers or their products. And they're talking about and exploring um, a brokerage platform. According to sources, CNBC, MarketWatch, and a few others, PayPal is exploring um, different methods to let users or customers trade individual stocks. You have seen this with other competitors to PayPal, such as Square and Robinhood um, stock trading platforms. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Um, and PayPal, actually, this all comes along because PayPal recently hired um, a brokerage industry veteran. Now, they will not say who that is, but they hired a brokerage industry veteran um, to lead, quote, the invest at PayPal segment of the company. Um, this division is fairly new, being formed over at PayPal, um, and it leads a lot to wonder what PayPal is planning. Now, according to inside sources or an unnamed source, PayPal has held discussions with potential industry peel, uh, peers. So obviously, they've held discussions about acquiring um, other brokerages. So an example of a brokerage, for example, would be E-Trade. Um, that's an example of a brokerage. So they've held talks with brokerages about acquisition. It'll be interesting to see if an acquisition actually occurs or if PayPal ends up developing their own app and platform to trade stocks on um, the trade within the markets on, whether that's just stock or if it's options and other securities, who knows? It'll be interesting um, to see. But not much detail, both in this Affirm and PayPal, um, these two headlines here, but they're big time headlines um, and they definitely made the stocks move. If you take a look at how PayPal interacted the day, you can see that the stock moved up significantly. It moved up 3.64%, moved up 10 points, which is somewhat significant here on PayPal after it has been on the decline in the past few weeks from its highs of right around 310 bucks a share. I think PayPal over the uh, next say few months could probably retest those highs if not move higher it's one of those paypal leaders in fact i believe it's probably the best fintech company out there right now they're leading um i'd say number two is square but that's up for discussion either way i think paypal is the best to breed best management team best record best technology in so far now shifting into the biggest analyst calls of the day. We have Morgan Stanley reiterating Walmart is overweight. I really like this call. Walmart is a holding full disclosure of mine, not a massive one, but it is one. And they said, quote, in this note, uh, delivery as a service makes sense. Few retailers can make money in this way. Go local can improve Walmart's own grocery delivery economics. Greater alternative revenue means more ammunition to feed the flywheel. So Morgan Stanley seeing an opportunity here in this delivery service that Walmart is going to start offering this go local. Um, and it's going to be very interesting uh, to see how this all plays out. There's a lot of interesting things today in this show that seems to be a common word in this episode. Either way. Way. Um, Morgan Stanley with a big call, reiterating overweight on Walmart. I like Walmart. It's one of the best 
companies in the world. Um, they continue to grow consistently, not big time. You know, they're not turning out huge revenue growth numbers, but they're turning out consistently solid revenue growth, consistently solid profit, um, and consistently solid financial metrics. So that's something to pay attention to. Walmart's one of those names that you can build or include in the building of your foundation when it comes to your portfolio. Now, shifting into another call by Bank of America, reiterating CrowdStrike as a buy. CrowdStrike is one of my favorite companies within the market. It is not a holding of mine. Um, I have held it multiple times and then trimmed out because the stock just continues to move relentlessly to the upside. If you take a look at the performance of CrowdStrike, just for a quick reference, in the past three months, it's up 28%. In the past year, 141% on a year-to-date basis, 35%. And it continues to keep and keeps pushing higher. Um, and it's one of those cybersecurity names that really just does an excellent job at what they say they do. Um, they protect their customers um, and they have a solid reputation. Their technology is cutting edge, leading. Management team is excellent. Their balance sheet is rock solid. I mean, you can't really get much better on the fundamental front when it comes to those few things. And then the financials are obviously great too. I mean, they continue to turn out massive revenue growth um, quarter over quarter and year over year. So I like to see that. Um, Without getting too far into detail here, Bank of America said, quote, on this buy call, CrowdStrike is set to report 2Q 2022 results on August 31st, and we expect another strong quarter. We recently published a note outlining the framework for continued beat of estimates where we highlight that if the company reports annual recurring revenue growth above 65% year over year, it would be possible to beat revenue estimates by 4% or more. So they're expecting a beat of expectations here on earnings. The 31st is tomorrow, so Tuesday, um, and I am very excited to see what CrowdStrike reports Expect some reporting from me on CrowdStrike's numbers tomorrow afternoon. Probably on Twitter. Follow me at Luke Donay. Ask me any questions you have. That's where I'm at. Um, or listen to the show on Wednesday and get an update on CrowdStrike's results as well. Maybe a buying opportunity on great results tomorrow if the stock has a solid news event, which is quite common. Either way, shifting into one of our final calls that we're going to go over in the show today, we have Credit Suisse reiterating Amazon as outperform. I like this call as well. And I actually noted today on Twitter to all my followers that Amazon is my largest position. Full disclosure, I own a lot of Amazon. Um, I loaded the boat once again when it got down to that 3200 range just a few weeks ago. And already the stock is right back moving to the upside and bouncing pretty solidly. Nice, solid rebound off the bottom of a major support. I'm currently sitting at 3,415 a share. I like it. I own it. I have an average right around 3,200 and I continue to hold the name long. Um, I am extremely bullish on Amazon. I've been saying all year, this is a $4,000 stock. Whether we hit that in the next 12 months, I don't know, but I believe it's a $4,000 stock and I believe it's going to get there at some point. And I'm excited to see what Amazon does in the meantime. Credit Suisse making this call on the news of that Affirm partnership saying, quote, we consider the announcement to be broadly positive for the buy now, pay later industry as a whole. Given this is the second stamp of approval from a leading technology company in just a few weeks for Amazon to add a firm's buy now, pay later offering, particularly given Amazon's already high levels of conversion on its U.S. site, in part due to prime membership, one-click checkout, stored payment credentials, etc., suggest the category is perceived to add value. I 100% agree. I do think that this buy now, pay later trend is going to be 
very good for business when it comes to these e-commerce names. And Amazon is the e-com leader. I mean, they are the king of e-commerce. Um, so adopting this buy now, pay later trend, I also think is going to be great for their numbers. Um, and, you know, typically when you're not spending all of your money right away, uh, this is a consumer trend. They tend to borrow quite a bit of money, hence why um, individual debt per U.S. consumer is extremely high at the moment. Um, they tend to spend even more as a consumer. So this, I think, is going to be very good just on a basic fundamental uh, breakdown of this partnership. I do think it's going to be very good for Amazon as well and not just a firm um, and credit to say agreeing here. And then finally, shifting over to Argus, downgrading Pinterest to hold from buy. Now, this was a surprising call in my opinion. I somewhat disagree. The growth numbers on um, the metrics coming out of Pinterest are still quite solid. Um, we went over those earnings a few episodes ago. I believe it was I mean, it was a few weeks ago, probably a month ago, but we went over those numbers and they were pretty rock solid. Um, and apparently Argus not thinking so. They said, quote, our downgrade follows the company's disappointing sales guidance. Um, Pinterest management now expects 3Q21 or third quarter 2021 revenue to grow in the low 40% range, down from 58% growth in 3Q of 20. Management also expects less rapid sequential revenue growth than in the prior quarters. So they're downgrading it on a revenue growth slowdown, but I mean, I don't see much wrong with 40% revenue growth um, year over year, especially coming out of the pandemic in which they got a major acceleration in revenue growth. So a somewhat odd call in my opinion by Argus. I took a look at Pinterest stock and it's way down. I think it's a buy for the long term. If you want a unique social media name that boasts a lot of e-commerce potential, I like it currently sitting at 56 bucks a share, way off those highs of just over $85 a share. It's down in the past three months, 13%. I think it's a solid dip by opportunity. Argus, obviously not agreeing. I like it. Um, Go long. Now, shifting into our final headline of the day, where we're going to round out the show before we go into the watch list. And that is Apple. Now, they made several moves today, one somewhat bigger than the other, not officially confirmed, but it seems um, one of the top analysts for Apple is saying this is going to happen and I can prove it. Meanwhile, uh, in actual news news announcements from Apple, Apple purchased or acquired um, the classical music streaming service Prime Phonic. Now, Apple acquired them in order to gain their or gain access to their music library is going to add a significant amount of classical music to the more than 75 million songs that are already offered to Apple Music customers. Um, and Apple is actually planning, according to the report, to launch an app and uh, new browsing and search capabilities for classical music. So that's going to be interesting. Not the biggest headline, um, but the bigger one coming out of Apple today was, according to CNBC and analyst Ming-Chi Kuo, who is one of the top securities analysts over at uh, for Apple, or he simply focuses on Apple within the market, um, they said, per CNBC, Apple is, quote, optimistic about the trend of satellite communications and will likely include the ability to connect to extraterrestrial networks in its upcoming iPhone 13. And that was TFI securities analyst Ming-Chi Kuo um, predicting that uh, to investors in a Sunday note per CNBC. Now, he went on to say, quote, if Apple enables the relevant software functions, iPhone 13 users can call and send messages via satellite when not within 4G and 5G coverage. And this sent um, a major satellite company called Global Star to, I mean, extreme levels today. Actually, it was up as much as 62% within the trading day today, which is crazy. Um, and 
this analyst predicting that Global Star is going to be Apple's customer when it comes to satellite applications. Um, so, which according to CNBC, they have 24 satellites in low Earth orbit. Um, now, this is a very interesting note. I'm not exactly sure why Apple would make this move. I'm sure there's plenty of reasons. Um, maybe to just make the iPhone more efficient than the competition. Who knows? But it is a sizable note. Not as much in Apple news and towards the company directly, but it's a sizable note for this small company, Global Star. It made waves in the market today. It was one of the biggest headlines on the street. Um, and it did send Apple up. Uh, actually, if you take a look, this was a trade I made today. It was flashing um, a breakout pattern here. We had an ascending triangle just after a large run, a pennant, you could call it also. Um, people have different names for what they chart. At the end of the day, trading is an art. But you take a look, the stock up $4.52 today, making new 52-week highs. Apple with two major announcements, one not officially confirmed, um, but pretty darn reliable. Um, so we have satellite communications over at Apple and we have the acquisition of Prime Phonic um, so they're boosting that Apple Music service. Um, so very exciting stuff over at Apple sending the stock higher. Once again, Apple is one of the best companies in the world. Um, I'm not sure if you don't hold it why you why in the world you don't hold it. You need to own it. You need to own Apple. It can be one of those foundational names that you hold as a core position. The stock moving up 22% in the last three months. And I think over the next decade, you're going to see Apple continue to move to the upside with, I mean, services growth is also expected. Um, and that I think is going to be one of the main drivers for Apple, which a lot of people doubt. Um, they're one of those brands with an insanely reliable customer base. Um, and I'm tired of rambling on about Apple, so we're going to move on. But two major notes here on Apple today. I like it. I wanted to brief over them for you guys. Apple is one of those fundamentally strong names that I love and is a core holding of mine. Now, shifting into the watch list um, and some overall market opportunities here. And if I take a look at a performance map of the markets today, there were plenty of opportunities in a lot of solid names, mostly in that industrial um, area. So I take a look and I see a Raytheon, a Lockheed Martin, a Boeing all down. I like all of those companies. Now, I did exit Lockheed Martin, um, but it continues to move lower. And I think it's a buy if you're a long-term investor um, and you want an excellent aerospace name to hold, currently sitting at 362 bucks a share. I like it. Um, I see a Wells Fargo, a City, a JP Morgan, a Bank of America, a Goldman Sachs, also all moving to the downside. FinTech leaders moving to the upside. Maybe that's because people are finally getting tired of the big banks, but I doubt it. Um, I think there's opportunities. JP Morgan at 160, Bank of America, both solid names to hold. Goldman Sachs, an excellent investment bank to hold for the long term. I take a look over in the energy sector and that is getting hit probably because of this hurricane that is hitting down south. A lot of oil production cuts happening, at least on the U.S. side of things. Something to pay attention to there. I see Salesforce continuing to move to the downside after pretty solid numbers. I'm currently sitting at 164 bucks per share. Um, so a lot, a lot of solid opportunities in this market. I see a GM also down um, and we can go through the list. If I take a look at a performance over the past week, there's actually a few more opportunities, especially in that healthcare space. If you want one of those names that you just throw in the portfolio and forget about it, good time to buy J&J down 2.2% in the past few weeks here. Um, Autodesk is also down 6.94% in the past few weeks, in the past week, actually five days. Um, so there are opportunities as a market. Um, in the past week, I see a McDonald's down, a Home Depot down, a Walmart down, a Lowe's down, all of those stocks moving to the downside. Procter & Gamble also down. 
So there are opportunities in this market. Don't forget FedEx. Um, so you just have to keep your eye out when it comes to names that are continuing the move to the upside, but I think are still buys. Never give up on Fang. If you don't hold Fang, own Fang. Um, I really like Facebook. I like Apple. I like Amazon. I like Google. I like Microsoft. Add that in. There's an M. It's Fang now. Um, but whatever you want to call it. Um, also, semiconductors is a space to look at. I see Taiwan Semi, NVIDIA, Qualcomm, Micron, AMD. I hold a few of those. Um, applied Materials, AMAT, AMD, and uh, actually Qualcomm are my three um, holdings or were my three semiconductor holdings. I have cut AMAT because that was just a trade, but AMD and Qualcomm are my core semiconductor holdings. Both fantastic companies. I like NVIDIA a lot too. Um, you take a look at Shopify. That continues to move to the upside, but given the e-commerce outlook and how well the company is doing, I continue to think that Shopify is a buy as well if you do not own any. So there are a lot of opportunities and a lot of names that I think you can pounce on. Um, and I do see the market continuing to move to the upside. Surprisingly, we did get some news about a taper um, coming in in the past week. We've gotten a lot of information on this taper talk um, and tapering by the end of the year. And the market is moving up on this news. Maybe it was already priced in or it was already priced in. And now we're seeing the after effects of that and the market continuing to rally. Um, and I'm excited to see what happens when all the Delta variant fear is gone, you could get a rally across the board in the market moving to record highs once again. Very exciting stuff. Target also down Dollar General. Two more phenomenal companies moving down over not much at all. Goodbyes for the long term. Anyway, that was another episode of the Running With The Money podcast. Not much content to cover the day, um, but we will be back on Wednesday with an individual name to break down as well as the biggest headlines and biggest analyst calls. Thank you for listening. Um, and remember, runningwiththemoney.com, you'll get all of the articles that I'm kicking out on individual names 100% completely free. Great place to start your research. Easily profit trade on, and I will see you on Wednesday. 